welcome to episode 173 of Flights, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I am better than most, not as good as some. How are you doing, Mike? Absolutely wonderful, other than running like a faucet because of this it's standard incredible. spring Michigan weather. Yeah. You know, today's Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, 30s, 40s, Wednesdays up into the 70s, Thursday back to the 30s, 40s. And then yeah. my the, my sinus pressure is just, just out through the roof and everything. So if you hear a little sniffling, I'm not crying. Well, depends what we start talking about. I've been known to I've been known to shed a tear or two on this pod once in a while, once so, in a while for sure. All right. So first tasting. Yes, we have an interesting trio to say the least tonight. To say the least, we've got a Grand Imperial cider from Blake's. Uh, Blake's from Armada, Michigan. And you're saying, cider? Wait a minute, am I in the right podcast? Yep, every once in a while, we get some ciders in here. We get something that, you know, maybe not everybody that listens is, you know, straight up IPA, beer, stout, et cetera, et cetera. But et cetera, sorry for all those out there like Mike that want me to pronounce it correctly. And this is called Grand Cherry, 8.5% and zero IBUs or NAIBUs. All right. Um. I think if I were to start a cider company, I'd have to go with Dixon's. Dixon's? Okay. <laughs> so what would it be called, Dave? Uh, Dixon Cider. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know if I was going to subject myself to your immaturity or well, and cheers. We have a we have a rim shot button, but it was, would have been well after the fact. So, but that's still a classic name for a cider company. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah, it's very it's yeah. definitely a cherry flavor. Oh, that'll put you under the table, especially at eight point five percent. Boy, uh, tart cherries, oranges, and apples, yeah. and oak on a marvelous scale. So, it's definitely tart. I get cherries. In the start, and apples on the finish. I'm not picking up many oranges. Mm. Apples on the finish, though, is really... Actually, the apples kind of overpower the cherries like on, the on a, a two-count app, you know. But strangely enough, though, I'm still... I'm the, the cherry flavor, the tart cherry flavor is kind of lingering on the roof of the mouth a little bit. Yeah. But then on the finish, you taste the apples. Oh, yeah. Mmm. It's tasty, though. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> All right, so we have a trio of corrections. I'm not sure which one of us said it, maybe both of us, but Retro Rocks, where you went to dinner prior to episode 172, is actually in Old Town Saginaw. Right, not downtown right. Saginaw. Oh. One of us, both of us said downtown. downtown. It's in Old Town yeah. Saginaw. Secondly, I don't know where or why, maybe just wishful thinking, maybe hoping that it was never going to end. I said that, you know, on Sunday morning before Liz went up to the Sioux in Manistee, her and I would speedball through the episodes 10 and 11 of Shrinking to oh, finish right. out season one. Yeah. Well, alas, we watched 10, and then it just said suggested for you. And I'm like, I thought there was 11. 
I mean, 11 is a goofy amount for his first season, but I could have swore I saw somewhere there was 11 episodes. But again, maybe it was just me not wanting it to end. But boy, for the type of series it was, the cliffhanger they left you with, it was it was right. like, well, okay, that was out of left field, so to speak. <laughs> and then the final correction, uh, our good friends over at Spilling the Nachos, um, more on a beer exchange that we did when we get to the second tasting because it's kind of funny um i said episode 93 was out last week it was actually episode 95 i'd listened to them all but i just gave the wrong number and typically episode 96 would have dropped today but tommy was having some uh, basement issues or production issues and it was just delayed a little bit so episode 96 there's a lot of that going on around right now I had to shop back a little of our basement. I got lucky. Yeah. I was expecting more because at Wednesday at, let's say, 845, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was raining and raining hard. So I'm like, oh, "Oh, fuck, I'm going to have water in the basement because it'll it'll get in the egress and then the window isn't designed to keep water out. So, No, I had, and anybody that's paid attention for a while, I down here in the... uh, south studio i had the wall all ripped out i had some major work that i did at the beginning of last summer and i did have you can see the dehumidifier over there there was there was a small spot which was you know better than the waterfall slash you know uh river system that i had going in through here a couple years ago so anyway just to have that little spot with the egregious amount of rain that we had I'm I'm actually kind of happy with it, but I'm still going to try to figure out how to get it to zero. Okay. So, yep. I'm going to go first just because Liz was up north. Actually, she just got home safe and sound from Sault Ste. Marie in Manistee uh, probably about five minutes before we started recording. So, therefore, I was limited to shrinking, mm-hmm. episode 10 of season one. Um I'll just leave it at that because you, everybody knows what you and I think of that. I mean, fabulous. Ba- and God, I hope season two, if season two is 75% as good right. as season one, yeah, it's spectacular. Um, the only thing that we, you know, Harrison Ford's not going to live forever. So, Man, does he look, how in the hell there's an Indiana Jones movie I, coming out? There must be some serious stunt double slash yeah. CGI going on in that movie because he looks like he can't even hardly walk. I know it. Unless he's that good of an actor and shrinking because he's supposed to have Parkinson's. He's the one that got in a plane crash not too long ago, too, though, right? Did he? Yeah, it was just a little single. I'm sure it was Harrison Ford, but anyway. Yeah, that, yeah. okay. Um, and then from Thursday to Sunday... We ripped off 10 episodes, season four of Servant. So we're done with that. Uh, I thought I Apple advertised it as the final season, but the way they left it open, I mean, if, if M, M. Knight wants to resurrect it, I mean, yeah. he's left the door open. But I thought Apple said the final season of Servant. So we'll see on that. But that's actually a good watch as well. All right. But that's all we... Yeah, and then... Yeah. Her and I will start because now there's enough yellow jackets and Ted Lasso's right. where we can kind of spend some time getting caught up. Okay. So did you start catching I, up, Ted, or no? No, because okay. she's, she actually saw like the last three or four of season two. So she's, That's what Shelly and I did, yeah. And she's, well, 
that's a show that she's in there in the room watching and will occasionally look up from her phone or her gotcha. iPad or whatever. But right. we'll watch it together. And then Yellow Jackets, I think by Sunday, Easter Sunday, we'll have three to watch. So yeah. we've built up a list to watch. So we're at, I will just say that the, I said it before, the first episode of season two, a little clunky. You know, I like. A like lasso? Season three. Yeah, three. Season yeah. three. Sorry. Yeah. Well, even though I thought the first couple episodes of season two were a little yeah. clunky, but obviously it caught right up to the level that everybody has come to love from yeah. Ted Lasso. And it only took them one episode to kind of get the clunkiness out. And the next two episodes, because I think they're up to three episodes in season three. Yes. Yeah. So the, the second two episodes are fantastic. All right. Yeah, and we'll, I'll be starting that soon. So Then uh, anybody that has Netflix, you're going to want to watch Night Agent. Uh, Night as in N-I-G-H-T. Agent. So it's a, it's a thriller, whodunit, um, it's on my, when, espionage. When, when, I, when, you go, when we go to our homepage, it's on our suggested. Like, yeah. The, no, it's great. Yeah. It, it, it's fantastic. It's so good that I mean, I don't. I shouldn't have. I don't have time to watch any TV really right now until um, things get going with the track team, et cetera, et cetera. But I had to. There was what when we got down to the last three episodes uh, of season one, I could not turn it off. What year is it? New this year? New this year. And how many episodes? So the Nine. season's already done. Yeah, first season okay. is yeah. All right. And I as I went upstairs before we started uh, recording. Shelly had watched because she had fallen asleep and had watched the final episode of this first season. And so she got right on her phone to see if there was going to be a season two. And yes, indeed, there is going to yeah. be a season two, but they have not started production yet. So it's going to be a while. All right. So I'll check because I actually see it did look good because you know how like when you scroll past on Netflix, it'll play like 15, 30, 45 seconds or whatever. Yeah. So that's yeah. not a dubbed one, is it? No, no. Okay, because a lot of Netflix shit is. Oh yeah, like like international yeah. or like, yeah. yeah. No, it's no for sure it's not. I tell you what, this uh, Grand Cherry Blake's Hard Cider, I could get fucking hammered on this shit because it tastes like you're drinking Ocean Spray. <laughs> Doesn't it really? It's so, like you're drinking like a really good flavorful yeah. tart cherry apple juice. So, mm. but yeah, so. eight and a half percent. Holy cow! But uh, but yeah, that was my viewing. So. All right. You had some other stuff about. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Oh. Unless we wanted to yep. talk about naked guys stealing buses with dead deers. No, that's se- that's a segment three topic. Okay. Because what we did watch, and I covered some of this on KBZ because it was between, because we last recorded Thursday. I'm going to say, I'm going to give my booking oh. a C plus, B minus on... Uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start with Roman Cody. I remembered, I remembered a lot of yeah. them. And so when I was looking at the, the highlights, I was like, wow. I picked Roman Reigns on episode 172, but then I came out on Facebook. And I said, you know, after everything I've read that he's going to take an extended leave, he's probably not going to win, but I want him to win. So I'm going to give myself a partial credit on that. But Roman and Cody basically saved night two 
Uh, although I did enjoy Hell in the Cell, and I do not understand how you everything. I get it. Everything is scripted. If you watch Finn Balor and Edge in Hell in the Cell, Finn Balor is literally under the ring, grabbing folding chairs, throwing them at Edge, and they're hitting him. I mean, and unless they somehow got styrofoam chairs, and they're that sound clang, like metal clang, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, he's ducking, taking a lot on your shoulder, but I don't give a fuck. You get hit in the shoulder with a chair, it hurts. Right. So, and then actually they did a really good job in Hell in the Cell because Edge had a ladder out, threw it at Finn Balor, and all of a sudden the camera cuts away and it's just Edge. They're showing, uh, the, medics, the, the, the medical staff is in the ring, the, the gates open, the medical, and I'm thinking, okay, well, here comes Judgment Day to sneak into the ring while the gates are, well, oh, no. Um, if I remember, I'll put it on the Facebook page for those who haven't seen it. I uh, My sister sent it to me. It was from Finn Balor's Instagram page, and I forwarded it to Eric from Tweaks Corner, who does our intro and exit music. And it, it was, they were his medical team. They gave him a shot and a couple staples, so he could finish the match because he took that steel chair off the head and he it split, split him wide open. And I mean, it was so um, I was right on Lesnar. It was a short match. Omos threw him around like a rag doll because he's seven to 420 pounds. And then Lesnar had a quick flurry F5, one, two, three, over. So. <laughs> But going into the first night, Logan Paul, Seth Rollins, absolutely phenomenal match. Logan Paul, I don't care if you like his social media stuff. If he wanted to go full-time wrestling, he could. He absolutely positively could because the guy is a phenomenal athlete. And he looks better than some of the guys that have been there a long time. The shit he does, it's it's amazing to watch him work. And then I, I know I, I know part do? I know part of it's man love <laughs> for do? Rhea Ripley. Oh, she's the champ. She's now the SmackDown <laughs> Women's Champ. But arguably, and I shit you not, arguably one of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen in my life, male or female. Wow. Do you have Peacock Network? Yes. Go to Peacock. Go to WWE WrestleMania Night One. Fast forward. And if these you if these two women don't I mean they fucking it was good. It <laughs> yeah. was entertaining. And I mean it was so I give night one, I'm gonna give night one an A. Night two, it was kind of comical that, you know, cause Shane McMahon came out, yeah. wanted to rough up the Miz and blew his quad as he was leaping over him. And then, and you knew it was wasn't a work because they kind of rolled him out and never showed him again. I mean, he legit blew his quad just like his old man did a few years ago. And then Snoop Dogg, I don't know where he. I mean, he threw a punch at Miz, ad libbing it because it was like, okay, well, this has gone awry. <laughs> right. So Snoop throws a punch. I got to do something. Yeah, Snoop throws two punches at Miz and then drops a horrible people's elbow. But the fuck, Snoop's got to be sixty. Oh, for sure, I think. Yeah, so we can look that up I mean, later. But yeah, so um night two 
a lot of people are going to say a lot of people hate night two because Cody didn't win. But I'm going to give night two a B minus because there was enough in it. Uh, the the three way match between Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre, and I said Gunther would win, which he did. You want to talk about guys just beating the hell out of each other? Um, I don't care what you think about slaps. I mean, they were they were open hand chops. Yeah, but I mean, you could. I mean, it was a lot louder than that, and it was. I mean, they were just beating the hell out of each other. They put on a good show. So good. all in all, WrestleMania, yeah. I'm giving it a, a double thumbs up. Saturday was definitely better than Sunday, but Sunday was still worth a watch. Good. Would you be surprised if I told you Snoop is 51? Yes, very surprised. He looks a lot. I'm not. I would never guess I'm older than Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm very surprised. Yeah, but- I've aged better. <laughs> Exactly. It's all the drinking, I'm telling you. Keeps you relaxed. Well, he does a lot of smoking, though. That's so. true. All right. Uh, anything else? Yes. One other one of the two topics that we don't typically... We stay away from the political correctness stuff. But I will admit, yes. I do not know the backstory between Angel Reese... And Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark. Other than the fact in the women's championship game, LSU beat the beat the wheels off of Iowa one yeah. oh something to eighty five. Thank you, LSU. I won money. And because I knew Iowa wasn't gonna she had to score fifty two points to beat LSU and you know, yeah. going back to back like that wasn't gonna happen. Now and to her credit, Caitlin Clark, you said? Mm-hmm. Caitlin Clark. I've never seen her piss and moan about anything. So to her credit, the Naisman winner, the all big 10, the, yep. the, the phenomenal shooter. I heard her interview in response to this, but I'll talk. Okay. About and it in I haven't second. heard that. So you said, yeah. and I don't know the backstory. So yep. like if Angel Reese threatened Caitlin Clark's father and then raped him. Okay. Well then maybe it's a little over the line. I don't think any of that's the case. No, definitely not. Caitlin Clark throughout the tournament, maybe even throughout the season, as she's just lighting it up from long range, will drop the old, you know, John Cena, you can't see me. Right. So, in the championship game, Angel Reese yeah. fires back. Hey. You, know, hey, you know, hey, we're the fucking champs. Right. You can't see me. Little shit talk. I mean, that's that's sports, man. That's sports one on one. Right. That's that vintage nineteen eighties Miami Hurricanes football. You you're right. gonna fucking flap your gums. I'm flapping back. Right. And she, I mean, you would have thought, Angel, from what I've seen on social media, yeah, social media is a rabbit hole where a bunch of keyboard warriors <laughs> yeah, are out oh there and full forth. You would have thought that's Angel horrible. Reese raped and murdered. A hundred ninety year old nuns, right? <laughs> because how can she do yeah, that? Yeah, and, and if that's the case, then yeah. But it's like, really. So why is it good? It's it's fine for Caitlin Clark to do it, but a little yeah. shit talk back. Say, hey, right. we're the fucking national champs. You can't see me. Yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, and I, you know, so it's just I don't understand. Everybody gets so taken aback. Oh, 
class. I mean, even Dave Portnoy, Dave Portnoy, bars. Well, I think he owns part of. It. He doesn't own as he much because like he sold forty percent of it or something. Yeah. He said classless piece of shit. And he was what? Like, that yeah, that was his tweet. Classless piece this of shit. This is the same guy that walks out on stage at Michigan State prior to the Michigan Michigan State game and flips everybody off wearing a U of M coat. Yes. That's this what is the same that's, guy that's yes, saying he that. Told, he said that Angel Reese was a classless piece of shit. Why though? I mean, trash <laughs> trash Larry Bird. Most yeah. players that you hear in like documentaries and this, that, and the other thing, they say, you know, in addition to being a great basketball player, Larry Bird was arguably a better shit talker than he was a basketball player. And a dirty player, like, you know, you'd get in, he'd pull the hairs on your legs, he'd pinch your thigh. Yeah, any way to get an edge. Exactly. And that's part of the gamesmanship of sports. So the the little segment that I heard of – an interview where Caitlin was asked, you know, well, what do you think about that? You know, that she's like, all I have is respect for her. She's a great player. It's part of the game. I don't think anything yeah. of it. Exactly. And that's and what that's it should be. And said. that's why I started this with is like, yeah. I haven't seen her say anything. Yeah. That's what she and said. And she probably expected it. Like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck. I, I got my come up and we got her ass kicked and she <laughs> threw yeah. it in my face. Yeah. Now the only, the only Starting point, I think, like you said, all of the social media trolls or, you know, whatever you call them, people out there just looking to throw shit at other people. Uh, it's not typical after you beat a team, you know, then to go and rub it in is basically is the simplest way to put it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. during the game, while you're beating them, you know, there's still ticks on the clock to keep your opponent. Yeah. You know, the, you know, to not give them a chance mentally to come back if you're talking some yeah. shit and doing some stuff like that. I, you know, I get that. Um, but, you know, is it a. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm on the same page as you are. Did she have to do it after the game after they had won? Nah, she didn't have to do that. But is it, it should it make national news? Well, see, that's again, I didn't know the backstory. I guess I didn't know it was after the game. Oh, yeah. After the game. It was, it was. After yeah. the game, I support her an eighth of a tick less. Yeah. Because it was, as anybody, it was, any of my friends know me, I yeah. am arguably the biggest poor sport in the world. Right. So I don't even mind it after the game, but. I thought it was during the game. No. And again, because I didn't see one second of that game yeah. other than I saw the final score. Yeah. It was after. Okay. So. After the game, I'm going to. So if, if I supported her 99999999% right. prior to knowing that, I now support her 99.977777%. Right. <laughs> I don't know if that's an eighth of a tick or not, but you get the point. So, so all the everybody gets a trophy folks went fucking crazy you know what i mean right and that's and that's not the way life is everybody doesn't get a trophy iowa went in there as every as the darling yeah and dare i say it i'm gonna say it i'm a white man dare i say it because caitlin clark is white in a predominantly african-american sport so she was the darling and now that she's got the shit talked on her it's like oh my god it's the world no you got fucking hammered in the championship game you're the first loser, second best. You finished second in the women's NCAA tournament. You're the first loser. And 
this angel Reese didn't like the way you were fucking doing it all tournament, all season, right. all career, whatever. Her, I don't know how long she's been doing. I don't follow in women's hoops. Right. But so she gonna so news to me after the game said, "Hey, you can't see me. Fuck you. We're the champs." Right. I added the fuck you were the champs, yeah. but that would have been cla- that would have been what I would have done. You can't see me, <laughs> fuck you. That's what I would have done. So yeah, but yeah, so I I'm yeah, gotcha. uh, you know, and yeah, she's got all the awards and like you and she even so thumbs up to Caitlin Clark for saying hey, nothing but respect. We they won, whatever. I don't think anything yeah. of it. Double thumbs up for Angel Reese because I have absolutely no issue with it because. I am the king of poor sportsmanship. All right. You heard it here first. Uh, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? No. That's, right. I, I, I think it's time to rate. Let's go. So I'm going to put this at four point. As far as ciders go, I'm, God, do I? 4.25. Look at that. I love v- that shit. Very close. And again, now, if you have Grand Cherry, Blake's Hard Cider, and a Lost Coast Fog Cutter, a Z's Pet Polar Bear, I'm probably going to choose the Blake's Hard Cider last. Right. But I went 4.15. Nice. Because as far as, because I'm typically not a cider person. Right. Right. And this was delicious. Like I said, I could see. I don't. What is? It, what did this combat come in? A six pack, ten pack, twelve pack? Uh, yeah. Uh, probably a twelve pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see myself pounding these, and then around nine, you know, Timber! either a being passed out or being so sick to my stomach because of the tartness. <laughs> it's so sweet. Yeah. But yeah, but so I my rating is what your rating was like when we talked about it a hundred episodes ago. For what it is, 4.15 based on ciders, because I don't like ciders, and this was delicious. All right, so our friends at Untapped. Uh, 1.3,000 check-ins. Just a little over 1,000. Decent sample size. Oh, that's okay. Well, they've got it at 3.75. I wonder why. Well, because like you always said, Maybe cider drinkers don't really like it, but we're not cider drinkers and oh. we really liked it. So maybe a cider drink, oh, it's too tart for me, or oh, there's oh, too much cherry, or yeah, huh? But, but yeah, because I don't like ciders, right? But this was delicious. Well, let's hope this second tasting is as good as the first. The second one is also a cider. This is called Key Lime Cream Delight from Bee Nectar. Now, Bee Nectar, I believe, is in Ferndale, Michigan. This one comes in at 5.9% and also zero or NAIBUs. All right. So this is a mead with key lime and vanilla flavors. And actually, so just so we don't have a corrections corner for 174. Yeah. uh, What's the difference between cider and mead? Cider is a fermented beverage made from unfiltered apple juice. They can take on many styles such as sweet or dry carbonated or non-carbonated meads on the other hand are fermented honeys in water they're they are quite similar to wines because i started 
I started by saying we have another cider, yes. didn't I? Yes. Uh, all right. Here we go. So I'm I'm assuming I'm going to like the Blake's better than this because I'm not really a wine drinker. Gotcha. So. But we'll see. You never know. And it's funny you chose Key Lime Cream Delight because we pre-potted today with one of the very, very many, many tastings provided by Jeff Laporte on his annual snow goose hunt. hunt. Yeah. Horrible hunt compared to the previous year. The last year he had 300 and close to 350. This year it was, he said it was 40 something because of the weather it was a lot colder, this, that, and the other thing. And we pre-potted with eponymous brewing company, idiot savant, an amber ale at 4.9%. And in my opinion, rivaled Sam Adams. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was delicious it, yeah. and very like, caramely and delectable. And it's funny because a lot of times I would find a hard time saying a beer is delicious, but that actually yeah. was. Yes. I mean, yeah. And I'm hoping I'm not screwing up on the Sam Adams. Yeah, it's Sam Adams. It's, that's what. You can compare, yeah. compare it to that. Sure. No, you know, no. I'm, I'm an idiot. It's still Sam Adams. Oktoberfest is what it's reminding me of with the caramel notes. Okay. Is October, but it's still a Sam Adams. Anyway, the listeners are going to say, well, what does that have to do with Key Lime Cream Delight? Well, because Jeff brought so many tastings back, and we greatly appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Love you like his second cousin. But uh, the big dog from Spill and Nacho said he had a couple beers to trade with me. And or he wanted to give me, and I said, "Well, let's do a beer exchange." So I gave him a sour and I think a IPA from Jeff's collection, and we got the four monsters that have alcohol in them. Oh, they're six percent monsters. We don't distribute those, but Fabiano Brothers does. And then in addition to that, he provided us with key lime pie, which wasn't a mead, but it was. A sour, I believe. Okay. A sour or an IPA, one of the two. Sure. But I just made that exchange today in your second tasting is Key Lime Cream Delight Mead, and I traded for Key Lime Pie a Sour. So it's just amazing how this comes. And Jeff also got us a couple of Fat Pants Brewing Company from Eden Prairie, Minnesota pint glasses that we will uh, be drinking out of. So, Jeff... You've outdone yourself once again. I think you brought home more beer for flights, football, and anything else than you did snow geese. And <laughs> we appreciate like it. it yeah. But it wasn't a total loss for him because he yeah. said that he went to the same bar every night from his hotel and eventually drank him out of Southern Comfort. So he got he had that going for him. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So anyway, let's taste this uh, mead, key lime cream delight. Cheers. Yeah, that's a wine. Yeah. It's oh. got a good key lime flavor to it. Yeah. And aren't you proud of me, Dave, how I did not make any reference to the Cream Delight? <laughs> sort of. I was expecting it. It's like, yeah, I'm proud of you, but, and then I'm disappointed. Well, yes, <laughs> but, token. you know, that's why I had to, I threw that subtle one at the end there, just in case anybody <laughs> was terribly disappointed. All right. Second to last OV watch with an asterisk, because... Episode 174 will will be recorded 
next Thursday, and I believe Thursday the 13th is the Capitals' last game. So he will be playing the last game of the regular season. So we'll have this update, next Thursday's update, and then if the game doesn't go final, we may have another one. But for the most part, second to last OV update. Uh, he, There was a game last Thursday... I think our last update, he was scoreless through two periods against Tampa. He didn't score in the third period. They played Sunday, April 2nd, lost 5-2. to two. Ovi had an assist. He hasn't played until tonight. They're actually playing right now and getting hammered by the Canadians. He has an assist in this game, but no goals. So no change since episode 172. He's got 42 goals on the year, 822 for his career, 72 to tie, 73 to beat the great one. So it looks like this pod has to continue at least another 60-some episodes because we're going to see this fucker through, and he's probably not going to get it. He's not, score, no. he's not fucking scoring 72 goals next year. No. So, no. I mean, we got another whole year to go to get the – that's the – and the when we announce that Ovechkin has broke Wayne Gretzky, that could possibly be our very last pod. We'll drop the mic and get out of here. Um, so there's one period to play tonight. So maybe there is. and and uh and I'm calling it. I'm calling is, it right now. He's gonna get a hat trick in the third. He's gonna get a hat trick in the third. They're gonna go to overtime and unfortunately lose, but he'll have three goals in this game. Whoever is the uh, the intermission reporter for the NBC affiliate in Washington arguably is the prettiest woman on the face of the earth. No <laughs> offense to any other pretty women out there, but she is a smoke show. Um, anyway. And the other thing is, it's sorry, the, I was it, busy it, looking at the TV. I, it, it'll what did be you the, say? It'll be the first time in nine years that Ovi and the caps have not made the postseason. Yeah. So, oh uh, uh, yeah. Since what? 2014. Yep. Yeah. And all right, so let's go on to football. I'm gonna this is I'm gonna challenge myself to provide our listeners with data that they're all dying to get. So anyway, this weekend is XFL week eight. The defenders actually lost last week 37-36 to for their first loss of the season. So all teams now have at least one loss. Next week, obviously, if this week is week eight, next week is week nine. Simple math, right? Right, right. Well, you know what else happens in week nine of the XFL season? Uh, that's the start of their playoffs, isn't it? Nope. No. They, it's a 10-game schedule. But Saturday, April 15th. Is that the USFL? Is the, re, is the kickoff of the season two of the relaunch of the USFL. So I'm going to look at the game so we won't have this update till episode 175 i'm making a note i got to provide to the listeners be interested to see television ratings week nine xfl versus week one usfl i have to check the networks that the usfl is on and because the XFL has ESPN backing so ESPN and ABC and I don't know what the USFL is on the only difference with the USFL this year, and last year all games were played in Birmingham, Alabama. So they have, um, this year they have four whole cities, Michigan being one of them. Right. 
And then the Tampa Bay Bandits have become the Memphis Showboats. So Tampa Bay was a team in the original USFL. The Showboats were a team. So they, I don't know, they just switched on it, but there's four cities instead of one. You go one. from a bandit to a showboat? Yes. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't either because Tampa Bay Bandit, Bandit Ball. That was Burt Reynolds' team. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's, that's not a win. All right. Now, March Madness. UConn wins their fifth title by beating San Diego State. And even more, you know, more amazing than that, I finally won a pool that I ran. Shut up. At luck of the draw, 15 people picked before me. I got the last team in the hat, UConn, and I'm like, son of a bitch. So, once again, I nice. know absolutely jack shit about sports, but I, hey, I still collected the money. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, so. Just like you stole from all the kids during the Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah. That's I'm right. You want to gamble. Don't, you know, don't dance if you can't dance with who you brought. Whatever. That, that didn't make any <laughs> yeah, sense, but whatever. We know what you meant. And baseball, the Red Sox, three and three. They got, I'm very disappointed they got swept by the Pirates at home, but they went to Tiger, uh, Tiger Stadium. Comerica Park, they beat the Tigers, and... I hedged my bet because I absolutely hate the Detroit Tigers. I can't stand the Red Sox losing it. I'm not going to hedge my bet often with the Red Sox because the Red Sox aren't a very good baseball team. But I will hedge my bet all weekend long because I hate losing to the Tigers. May go broke, but hey, at least I'll get the Red Sox a couple of wins. As the Red Sox beat the Tigers. And and they should appreciate you. They should at least, like, you know, validate your parking or something like that. Something. Yeah, for sure. And... The Masters. Yes. So golf's your game, so go ahead. Yeah, I'm in a pool. So my five players in my pool that I picked, Scheffler, McElroy, Spieth, Morikawa, and Zalatoris. All have been pretty hot on the tour. I mean, been in some top tens or one out of that group. Uh for some reason I wasn't feeling John Rahm. I wasn't like Rahm. I know he's done well at Augusta, but I don't know. I just didn't think, didn't have a good feeling. Now, Brooks Kepka, this is the one that irritates the crap out of me. So looking at some live scores, I didn't watch any, but looking at some live scores, he's, he's been doing pretty well. And as I think he might've won the last live tournament or at least been in the top five. So when Brooks gets hot, you know what I mean? He tends to stay on a heater for a little while. I left him out just because it was like, ah, it's Brooks Kepka. He's, you know, he's up and down. He's kind of a roller coaster ride. But uh, Brooks Kepka, uh, Victor Hovland, and John Rahm are all tied at seven under after the first day. Now, the weather was beautiful the first day. They usually put the pins in the, in the nicest, most friendliest places they can put them. Scores usually are pretty decent the first day. And then if you've watched the Masters at all, you know that they just start fucking with them for the rest yeah. of the week. And now, obviously, Sunday, the pins are in the Sunday positions. You know what I mean? The the classic Sunday positions. So and they're not easy, but the players that have played in the tournament, they know where they're at and have come to be able to, you know, adjust. But like you said, we were talking a little bit before the pod, the weather's supposed to turn to shit. Right. Yeah, 80% chance of rain tomorrow. Right. Now, some people say, well, you know, that'll have some effect on the players, and that won't be that great. 
sometimes if it's not that heavy, uh, the players then can start going after pins. If you know anything about golf, the greens get really soft. You can start firing at the pins because the ball's not going to bounce and roll forever. Um, they're going to be able to. They're going to be able to hold. They'll be able to spin the ball back, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, I I tend to. I've just noticed. I'm doing a little self analyzation, some reflection. I say et cetera a lot, don't I? Sorta, kinda. I've, this is like the third or fourth time this pod. I don't know. Yeah, I, I is that a bad I, thing to think about that? Tell no, me. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you're not, not really. my shrink. I'm not paying you to, but I'm just asking if you've observed that or not. Not really. Not really. Okay. Anyway, but getting back to golf, uh, Jason Day and Cameron Young are both at minus five. Now, the interesting thing, and I don't know about anybody else. I'll watch a little bit of the Masters this weekend for sure. But the top amateur is minus four. Dude went off today. I think he, I know he eagled the second hole. I think he might have went three under in the first three. I know that I saw his scorecard and he parred every hole on the back nine. So, you know, he's four under. That's a cool place to be if you're the, if you're one of the amateurs in the tournament. So if, I'm going to be root- if an amateur wins, does he not get any money or does he lose his amateur status? Oh, I'd lose my amateur status really quick. No, but is that what it is though? It's like, I, if hey, he takes won the, the master, yeah, but- if he takes the money, he's not an amateur. Right. Oh right. yeah. I don't know. I oh don't- yeah. You, if you win the masters, you have to say, fire. I'm not going to college. I just <laughs> right. won the masters. Fuck you guys. Well, no, th- this could be a college player or somebody. It could be somebody that's not in college. Just so happens that a lot of the amateurs that get in here, win these, regional amateur tournaments or the U S amateur. And, you know, they happen to be college players cause they're just that good, but it could be somebody that's out of college and just an amateur that did not turn yeah. pro. Uh, and I, I didn't research the field. So I'm going to, I'm probably going to say there's at least one of the amateurs that's, you know, post graduate. So I don't know about this cat. I'm going to probably read about him a little either tonight or tomorrow. But if you're not, if you're not in school, what would make you an amateur? Why wouldn't you just say I'm a fucking pro I'm qualified for the masters and I'm well, just anybody that plays in the tournaments around here, like the, um, they don't call it the, the hell do they call it around here anymore? Um, there's a, there's an amateur tournament they play. It's not the 21 club. It's not the, Regardless, I don't know. I was never invited, so <laughs> for a reason. Yeah, no uh, shit. I suck. <laughs> Fuck shit, turd, Spalding. You'll get nothing like it. And yeah, no, I mean it's just it, you can play in these tournaments. I played in the Northern Michigan Amateur, you know, uh, after college at Gaylord Country Club for a couple years. So as long if you, the U.S. Amateur's got a lot of players in it that are just maybe former college players that weren't good enough to turn pro. You know what I mean? Right. So as long as you're playing golf and you're not, you know, breaking the amateur rules, you're, uh, you're an amateur. All right. So that's all I got for and sports. Then, and the only other sports uh, at the Fishman eight and I set out tomorrow morning for our annual pilgrimage to opening day in Cleveland. Uh, we started about 2016, 2017 when the Red Sox played the Indians. No, that's not a slip of the tongue. In 16 or 17, they were, in fact, the Indians. So 
and because he's an Indian, he was an Indian fan. I was a Red Sox fan, and we had such good time that we've made it an annual pilgrimage, with the exception of 2021 when there was no fans when they played the 60 game schedule with opening day being in June or July or whatever. So I've got that going for me this weekend, which is nice. All right, so now a random thing. As all the listeners know, I always, you know, hell, one of, you know, Sherry M was a victim of my fuck you segment before. Yes. Ending a long, lengthy streak of consecutive days played. So I'm a words with friends junkie and the goals and streaks and that are feed my OCD. Anyway, I don't, I could pay $12.99 for no ads. I refuse to do that. Anyway, on the Atoli Group, O-T-O-L-I, Compass, one of the ads on A Game of Words with Friends was for a house located at 1425 East Lake Drive, Harbor Beach, Fort Lauderdale. You want to talk about a beautiful home. It's listed at $14 million. $995,000 or an annual monthly payment um, of $13,847.87 a month. Chump change. I mean, it's a beautiful home. Six bedrooms. $14 uh, million, It's only got six bedrooms? And Oh, you should see this place. I'll show you in the break. Um, uh, 8,423 square feet. 8,000. But here's the, here's the dilemma I've got with this. $15 million home, six bedrooms. So you figure, okay, the couple together, that's two. You have five bedrooms. Everybody gets their own bedrooms. That's two plus five is seven, right? Seven people, 8,423 square feet. Two bathrooms. Shut up. Doesn't that sound like a fucking designer to you? It's like, how in the fuck would you have a house that big? It's all, No, it doesn't. That's yeah, a typo. That's what, look at That's it, a typo. No, it's, well, it might be a typo, but that's what it says. So, yeah. Oh, so, my God. Two bathrooms. So, and it, so it averages out to $1,780 a square foot. But that, I, that was baffled by that. I mean, look at, I mean, look at this fucking house, dude. Oh, wow. I, mean, it's, I mean, it's utterly amazing. I mean, it's got a swimming pool and everything, of course, but I, I was just perplexed by that. $15 million, six bedrooms, and you're going to have to wait to take a piss? <laughs> I mean, come on, that's craziness. I mean, I mean, our house at the North Studio, which comes in at just a little bit under $14,995,000, has two and a half baths right. and only three bedrooms. <laughs> we have half the bedrooms and a half more bathroom that seems like a structural designer like somebody was just building shit like oh fuck what about the bathrooms oh yeah shit we need bathrooms oh hell they're rich they can piss outside <laughs> but they can anyway that was that was neither here nor there it had nothing to do with sports but I was, I was just playing words with friends i saw that and, it, and i was like wow that's a cool home i i thought it was like a vacation rental or something that we right but then i saw there so who in why in the world would that company think, you know what? You know that old fucking dude yeah. that sits there on the on the shitter playing words or something? I bet you he's got fifteen million dollars laying around. 
Well, hell, that that house we rented in Galveston had twelve bathrooms. Well, I don't know that's what, what I'm saying. It was, and it was nowhere near that no. many square feet. Oh my god! And that that's yeah. It's just that was baffling to me. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Fifteen million dollars, and I've got it. You know, you you're walking around pinching your cheeks like, oh come on, hurry up, <laughs> hurry up, get out of there. You think for fifteen million dollars you can yeah. shit whenever you want it, right? So anyway, or one of those parties in high school where people get sick of standing in line so they put their knee through the drywall yeah just you know go inside the wall anyway i was never at a party that where that happened that's kind of like a makeshift glory hole <laughs> there's no there's no other side to it though there's just you're just pissing into the wall because you got nowhere else to do it and you don't want to make a mess on the floor all right moving on uh, we ready to rate this? Yes, I think we are. All right. So, all right. Very drinkable. Only reason I'm going as high as I'm going. Not a wine person, but it says it's key lime cream delight. You definitely get key lime flavor to it. So they didn't lie. Not false advertising, but it definitely, most definitely, is a mead, which is like a wine. I'm not a huge fan of wine, except on Sunday mornings or Saturday afternoons. Are you even still a fan of it at that point, though? Oh, yeah, good point. You know, you got me there. So, I'm going to give it a 2.66. Now, should I have carried it out one more decimal point and really put the analogy at odds? (laughs) 2.666. Yeah, no. Church, wine? Yeah. No. I don't think you should have. Beelzebub has the devil put aside for me. For me. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's, it's, we're good. We're off to the races. We got Mike singing. All right. I have it at, as far as meads go, I have it at 3.65. Oh, whole point. I, yeah, I mean. Because I, I do enjoy wine, and that's the difference. Yeah. Oh, and don't get me wrong. I mean, this is all we have. And it's like, you know, hey, I can get drunk tonight. I'll fucking drink it. I mean, right. I, I'm not, you know. Right. right. You know, as uh, loyal listener Chuck knows. I mean, you know, if I got to drive home from Buffalo Wild yeah. Wings, I'm going to give me a genuine draft because I don't even like genuine draft. Right. You know, so no I'm sh- only going to have like seven of no, them. No shit. You'll tip back a Boone's Farm, won't oh, you? absolutely. <laughs> Boone's Farm's not, that, that was Liz's go-to when we were dating. Boone's Farm Country Quencher. Yeah, but when we're that old. Three for five. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like two buck Chuck. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. So 3.65. I, I I enjoyed it. But, you know, uh, it's not it's not earth shattering stuff. Yeah. It definitely wasn't earth shattering to me, which. But it's funny. I mean, I yeah. actually. I'm done with it. So I must not have hated it. But 266 isn't horrible. Before you no. give it on tap. Yeah. You All know right. what? Doesn't everybody you remember that wine, grape, orange, lime, and it it had twenty. It, what did you call the blank blank twenty twenty? Mad Dog. Isn't this a, where did who dubbed it Mad Dog? Because I think it's MD twenty twenty, and MD is for Mogan David, is it not? I believe it is. So who just? Who, I, I wonder know. where the who dubbed it the just Mad Dog? Make it just yeah. So like, oh, oh yeah, because that. My mom actually stayed up all night with me one night because I had a combination in high school of the grape, the orange, and the lemon of the and the lime. Yeah, 
There was four of us drinking it. The one had like a couple sips because he was driving. That was Jeff LaRue. And then me and Scott Martin drank the other three bottles. And Jeez. Scott didn't Jeez. drink much because he didn't like it. And I, needless to say, I was up all night on my hands and knees on my own bed. <laughs> and my mom stayed up with me all night because she was worried about me oh. dying and choking to death on my puke. Ask now, that's her. a mother. That's a, that's a great mom right there, rubbing your back. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have, did she, did you have hair to pull back at that point? Oh, well, was no. she pulling back your mullet? No, 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 she it was just like she was just making sure I was not gonna I don't even that's how fucked up I was when I cause I remember, you know, cause I vaguely remember I was on my hands and knees. Why are you on your it, bed? Cause I was drunk and I made it to my bed. And I was I hauled your ass to the bathroom floor. And then as I was in like in the Kevin Bacon position, thank you, sir, may I have another. <laughs> <laughs> that the the drunk pukes are the worst. Yeah. Because you can feel them come, and like, <laughs> and then you all come you know, and you know, I really appreciate you stopping that because you're doing a great job. <laughs> it was. I'm starting to. Oh yeah, <laughs> starting to get a little queasy. Oh, but yeah, so <laughs> you must have done that enough. Yeah. You've oh, heard. oh, way more than. And then you 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 get tears in your eyes, snot running down your nose. Oh, oh my god. Man. No, the worst is when you're. When, I don't, when you're, don't you just love drinking? <laughs> when your stomach starts to seize up, like the stomach muscles start oh, to yeah. cramp because you're like. Well, that was that one pod that I told you about. That, that uh, that's one seventy. I don't know. It was like one sixty one. Remember at the North Studio, I went upstairs and I said, "Were you still here when I was puking?" He said, "No, I don't think so." I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like. Mm. And like you said, your stomach is, it's like somebody's just beating on it. Because that's how your the muscles is just like, I'm never drinking again. Well, maybe maybe not till later tonight, but I'm never drinking again. So All right. All right. So uh, what is, oh untapped. yeah, untapped. Untapped. So we had 155 check-ins. Wow. So, Yeah. <laughs> So those 155 people have it at a 4.0. Oh, fuck, man, and they rated the fucking Blakes of 375? Well, it's not the same people, I, know, I assure a, yeah. you. Yeah. 4.1? Yeah. 4.01. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's a 5.0, Mike? What's that, Dave? The Maple Grill. Absolutely. Yeah. So the Maple Grill is located at 13105 Gratiot Road in Hemlock. And I'm telling you what, you want a great meal grilled over, over an open flame. Almost stumbled over my words there. I'm just thinking about it. I'm getting like, I want to go get a meal grilled over that open wood fire grill. And they've got 18 taps of craft beer and cider. And it's just, it's an amazing dining experience. But before you go, make sure you go to the website, themaplegrill.net. And that's the Maple Grill, G-R-I-L-L-E dot net. So we actually have the Maple Grill glasses that we're going into this next tasting. That we do. And I've got the stainless steel. And I've got the traditional pint glass. This next tasting comes to us from Founders. Now, I gave you and Mike on KBZ, which is kegs. Barrels and buzz and the buzz and the buzz. Yep. Uh, that's on YouTube, folks. So make sure you get a good look see at that. It's very entertaining. 
And I gave you a couple of uh, bourbon barrels there. Yes. Uh, standard bourbon barrel. From, and uh, what series was it from? The Midnight yes, Series. Yes, I, I was going to say Midnight Series, but I wasn't 100% yeah, sure. The that Founders, was right. The Founders Midnight Series. And they only, they make it and only sell it there. They don't right. distribute it. This one, I think mm. they actually distribute. But I got a crawler of it, a 32-ounce can. And this one is French Toast Bastard. It's 11.1%, zero or NA for the IBUs. And it is, the base of it, I'm, I'm assuming is their Backwoods Bastard. Um, it's a Scotch Ale heavy, or Wee Heavy. Okay. So you remember the Wee yes. Heavies from when we did the tasting, uh, the Cash River Brewing Club, they, you know, and the Midland Brewing Club. Etc. Yes. Yeah, uh, what was the? Uh, it was Midland, Cass City, a Flint one, wasn't it? A Flint Brewing Club. I believe so. That yeah. was so these amateur brewers. Seasons, yeah, oh, yeah, delicious stuff. But they had a couple wee heavies in there that were that were really good. So I'm gonna crack this thirty two ouncer. Ugh. So at I'm gonna let you pour your own. All right. At 11.1%, this should do the trick for the night. And can you hand me one of those? Because I got a little bit, unfortunately. There we go. Well, it smells right. just like French toast. I mean, almost you can taste the syrup on the smell. Cheers. Cheers. It's like actual pieces of French toast in the beer. What do you think? Oh yeah, Def I mean it's as advertised. The bourbon, the bourbon, the bourbon barrel is there. Yeah, but the French toast, the the bread yeah. and the syrup, right? Kind of like smooth it out. A How many bit. bottles of log cabin syrup does it taste like? That's in here. <laughs> Multiples. I only say that because I had pancakes yeah. for dinner tonight. Oh really? Nice. Yeah. Blueberry pancakes for dinner, so we had the log cabin syrup. But, uh, yeah. Wow. Mm. Boy, I mean, this is, yeah, this could get, like you said, if you went with, the, if you went after that whole crawler yourself, it could be a yeah. tough one for you. Yeah. But this is one of those where if the can advertises a flavor and you're kind of like, eh, kind of, yeah, I sort of, it's not quite there, but this is one of those where it can almost, I'm not going to say it's over the top, but this is. This is French toast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I also want to give a shout out to founders. Uh, Shelly and I had dinner there. Our server, Mike, fantastic. Absolutely. They have a full menu or is it traditional bar food, like a couple wraps, salad, and a burger? Or is it like I would say pasta, steaks, shrimp, I would surf say and turf? somewhere between the bar menu right. and a full menu. But the food was delicious. Okay. I mean, it was, I, I, if I lived in Grand Rapids, I'd be going there often. And I want to thank Mike and I want to thank Founders. Uh, Mike from Founders, not me. I mean, yeah, he thanks yeah, yeah. me every week for being part of this pod. But Right. No. Mike, our server from Founders and Founders, it is, it's a great experience. It's a really, really neat building um, in... Yeah, I mean, Shelly loved it. I loved it. We're probably going to have a hard time. When we go back to visit Jake, there's a 
hundred percent chance we're going to go back and visit because it's uh, they've done it right there. From the tip of the lips on the palate and down, it's French toast heavy syrup. As soon as it settles, there is kind of like a smack on the head with bourbon. I mean, you get the bourbon yeah. as on the smack of the That's head. That's the bastard part of yeah, it. Yeah, it must be. So, um, <laughs> speaking yeah, of which, you, uh, the what what did we watch? Going back, you know, we back it up to segment one. I, didn't you, when you went to Grand Rapids, didn't you see a movie down there? Oh, my God, yes. Shit. Forgot all oh, about I forgot that. all about it until you said you guys had dinner at Foundry. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. So what movie was it? I, I know it's nothing I'm going to see, but what was the movie you saw? At the theater, right? Yeah. It's the brand new, everybody wants to watch it. Except me. Except you. Yeah. <laughs> Why? This is the part of the pod. You ask me these questions. It's, you're backing that up to third. The, right out of the gate, I'm thinking the new ga- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's definitely not the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, holy shit. What movie was it, Mike? Oh my God. I don't know. I thought I was giving you a softball. I thought you used. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, that's I knew. Yeah. I knew it was something I, there, there was no fucking way in the world I was ever going to go no, see. No, no, no. Dungeon, I, the Dungeons right. and Dragons. And I'm telling you what. No, no, not to interrupt. Is yeah. du- I've always envisioned Dungeons and Dragons. Other than the board game, I envision that as being like, animated is that like no this is not animated okay there's a lot of cgi in it there's right you know, there's well yeah obviously. obviously but uh i would say i thought shelly would absolutely just fall asleep and start snoring because it is not in her wheelhouse in any way shape or form you know that's a jake and i thing she liked it okay well. was awake for the whole thing and she got done she says i actually liked it it I'm, was I'm funny calling, it was wait funny till the next wait till the next time I see Shelly. I think that was the mom coming through and she enjoyed spending time with no, her oldest child. Was, I, that was the, no, she enjoyed being time there. Uh, there ain't when, no way that's not your wheelhouse and you like that type of shit. I'm gonna next time we go out as groups, I'm gonna fucking throw the fucking bullshit flag down on Shelly and say you liked it because you were with your oldest son. It was a nice family night out. And, and I'll respect that. If she comes clean and I'll respect, if she fucking says she fucking flipped and liked Dungeons and Dragons, I'm calling bullshit right there in front of everybody. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. She said it back here, not in front of Jake, but whatever. I mean, it was very, uh, I'm not going to say it, comical. I mean, like the Marvel movies. You know, they try to be funny and have some shtick right. to it. You know what I mean? And and, and, and good one-liners every once in a while, that kind of a thing. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you, so. So, I, I, so now is that like, is that a, uh, what is it called, 5G? Not 5G. What is a Dolby or what is the big? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like a 3D movie, but it had the, it had the, the Dolby surround sound, you know, in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's a 3D version of it. I don't know if it's as good as the 3D of Avatar, The Way of Water, or the original Avatar. But, you know, this one was, I thought it was very entertaining. It was good. There were a couple, there were a couple scenes in there where I thought, oh, man, that's, that's a little, eh. I'm not going to say dorky. You know, he starts playing, I think, the lute. Isn't that that little guitar thing from back in the day that the... 
I don't know. Sure. He starts singing a song, you know, like a uh, like a jester or a you know whatever. And I thought she was gonna grab the thing and smack it, you know, smash it over his head or something. Like, yeah, shut up, kind of. A th- but no, they all start singing this song, and I'm like, okay, all right. But it was a really short part of the scene, and you know, there's a a smattering, a very small probably two other parts of the movie where you thought it was going to go one way and it's like, Oh no, it's going to go that way. Okay. Whatever. You know, director or writers. Now is it, is it based at all on the game? I think so. I've only played dungeons and dragons once and I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just simply doing it because they, you know, I was with some friends and, you know, when you're right, in- let's get rid of those friends first. <laughs> let's get rid of those friends first of all. You know, right. but all yeah, right. but I mean, it just you know, those. I don't know what made me think of that other than when you said you went out to dinner, and I'm like, didn't you? I thought you went and saw a movie. I we can't did. believe you. Okay, we so we did. Thank you uh, for mentioning. Yeah, it, but my pleasure. And it's like I'm like say I will. If Shelly legit says she likes it, I'll respect it. But yeah. I think she was just happy. She was mom was with her older because it's always it and i'm not shaming her for that because right. like when we went to uh colorado and houston it was originally just liz and i and then nick's like well, i want to go and we're like huh yeah sure <laughs> yeah well fuck we love we didn't think he'd want to go right and then three of us went out there and my mom died <laughs> you know so whatever but anyway so you know so i can respect that you know, but anyway we, you know I'm going to call her if she's legit, says she likes the movie. I'm still calling bullshit. All right. Anyway. Yeah, your prerogative. Thank you, Millie Jackson. Yes. From the Symphony U. Ah, uh, fuck. This has been, I, this is the all-time leader in the clubhouse of Mike Fuck You. And it's, I'm going back to the Masters. Really? Yep. Okay. Because on channel 205 of yep. DirecTV, yep. I watched the end of the round and it's like, okay, Hovland, Hovland, whatever yep. his name is, yep. Kepka and Rom are seven under par. You know, we got inclement weather, inclement weather coming in. Blah, 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 tomorrow. Blah, 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 blah. All right. And that's our co- and, and Scott Van Pelt wraps up the coverage from day one of the Masters. And then immediately that channel goes into a recap of day one at the Masters. And where do they start? Mm. Naturally, they start with Eldrick Woods. <laughs> And I shit you not, it was seven minutes of highlights. Right. On a guy who is plus two for the day. Could I do better than plus two at Augusta National? Absolutely 100% no. I can't. Right. Right. But to lead the story... When John Rahm shoots minus nine through holes two through 17 or two through 18, because he fucking four putts one for a double bogey. Right. And then comes and then, and, yeah, gets, and, it, get, and then yeah. gets his shit together. Yeah, gets yeah. his shit together. 
We no, we spend seven minutes on everybody's fantasy. I'm not saying don't mention Tiger Woods. He, he was great for golf. He fucking made a run at Jack. Everybody loved him. The guy in his prime, he fucking absolutely dominated the competition when he when he wore red on Sunday. People dribbled cum in their pants because they couldn't face the fact they were facing Tiger, and Tiger would win out. Hats off to him. I'm not saying don't mention the guy. Yeah. Lead the recap of the day with, hey, this cat fucking four-putted number one and finished seven under par to have a three-way lead and then mention the other guy and then say, oh, and by the way, Tiger Woods, you know, a little iffy, you know, Tiger Woods, he still, you know, if he gets this, if he corrects this, this, and this, maybe he can make a push to make the cut or whatever. But it's just, it's absolutely so frustrating that everybody wants to live in in the past, live in the fantasy, make-believe land. He's never, ever, ever going to be the golfer he once was. He's got more metal in his body than Wolverine. And I mean, it's just and, and, like, and you know, I, you know, who's better, Jack or Tiger? If you go strictly on majors, Jack. Jack had lesser equipment than Tiger, but Tiger's one of the greats. Yeah. If not, if you want to even say he's the greatest of all time, great. I'm not even going to argue that with you. Right, right. You know, if you want to strictly talk money, one fuck he's head. I mean, fuck he's worth a billion dollars. I'm a fucking <laughs> Peasant on the fucking sole of his shoe, because right. I bet you his fifteen million dollar house had has more than two, <laughs> two bathrooms. <laughs> so, but it's just like I just don't get why. What is the infatuation? Okay, I get it. mention him as an afterthought. Don't lead the fucking recap yeah. with a guy that's too over yeah. par. Yeah. And yes, I know I'm redundant, but it pisses me off every yeah. time I see it. Yeah. Like. Midway midway through the the today first day that if you go went to ESPN.com, how's Tiger doing? It's like he's not even fucking anywhere near anybody, and these guys are shooting good scores. Yeah. Why are you leading off with him? Yeah. So it's just he's it, he's he's playing. He's basically at the level of the the rest of the field of the <laughs> amateurs, right? And that's <laughs> and like I, plus three, plus and, four. And yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. So my by the way, folks, my FU is not at Eldrick. He can't control what that happened. Right. My F view is like, why is the infatuation with everybody? Yeah, he's your favorite golfer. He was impressive. He came on as an 18, 21-year-old right. out of Stanford or whatever it was. And he fucking dominated. The guy was ruthless. He fucking got there. Boom. Done. Yeah. yeah. Game over. Yeah. And, and our, one of, if not the greatest golfers of all time. Right. I'm not arguing that. That's not my fuck you. My fuck you is with the infatuation with right. Well, Tiger shot a 7,006. Oh, and yeah, by the way, this one guy, hold, he had 15 hole-in-ones in a row. He's doing pretty good. But Tiger, you know, if he can adjust this, maybe he'll get back into the – it's like, come on, man. Yeah. No, it's the same people that we talked before when we talked about the women's uh, NCAA championship. You know what I mean? People that, you know, the, all the – people that want to sell their article. People that think – they're going to get their stuff printed because they mention a name or mention an incident or mention something. Hey, I got to get my, I got to get my article. I got to get my two cents out there. I got to get my 15 minutes of fame. If I don't, you know, if I do this, then somebody's going to notice me and then I'll get a real job. Right. What? You know, something along those lines. And I agree with that, but I'll, this is the mouse itself. I mean, 
ESPN, well, the Disney no, mouth like, that's leading the story. Like, hey, Tiger, this. Well, no, CBS Sports. I hey, know. let's go. Tiger started with the. It's like if you go to if you go to the ESPN app, and then go to the scores and see all it right under the top five or seven players. The next line is tracking Tiger. Right. That's what, you, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, it, what do you want it, to, but ESPN.com isn't just Joe social media guy. ESPN.com no, is yeah, a yeah, giant. True. And that's what makes yeah. it work. Like, yeah, if you're, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be fucking, you, you know, hell, I'm a Red Sox fan. You know, we're going to be hard pressed to finish above the seller in the American League East. So the listeners are going to hear me talk about the Red Sox. Oh, fuck the Red Sox. I hate the Red Sox. And, you know, the passionate pleas with, you know, me crying, you know, tears in my eyes about them fucking my grandmother. You know, the, 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 remember that one passionate F you I had against the Red Sox who didn't care about it? That was last oh, year. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You that, know, wasn't, so, that wasn't the night you threw your phone, was it? No, that was the night you fucking packed the loss into my ass. Okay. <laughs> not literally, folks. So, um. But yeah, I, yeah. So I'm not talking to any Joe Schmo. Yeah, if yeah. Joe Schmo wants to back Tiger, it's like, hey, that's your boy. I get it. Right. I'm talking like this is ESPN and CBS lead with fucking Tiger Woods. It's like, dude, he's nine strokes off. Could he win? Sure. If he gets back into contention and wins, then yeah, then jerk him off. <laughs> Don't jerk him off when he's nine strokes behind. Right. So that, you know, Absolutely. And again, I know this is at least the third time I've used my fuck you segment right. to this part of Tiger Woods. So well, but or, it, yeah, every the, time they keep doing it, to I'm ESPN keep doing and it. to the yeah. pundits and to the yeah, exactly. That's where the fuck you's headed. No, when I saw that, when I saw that tracking Tiger Woods, I got oh shit, this uh, might be a oh. <laughs> Mike might go off on this. It, it this is. might it be just, a thing. This is me off. Yeah. So yeah. it's annoying. I, I'm I'm there. I'm there, but uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm so busy and I'm so tired right now. These couple weeks, it's not until about May first when everything kind of settles out with my lineups and we're done with pictures. And Did we're you done have any with... meets this week or no? No, but it's no, I, yeah, was... yeah, yeah, yeah. This, Patrick, yeah, this week is just getting yeah, yeah. This week is just getting shit back in order. But I'm saying like. You know, if when's you have the first big meet, like when's the first next meet? Wednesday, Wednesday, next Wednesday is a conference meet. And then the next big one is next. Uh, of course, not this weekend, because this is Easter weekend. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Passover. Happy any other religious holiday that falls in this particular time period. Although most businesses don't consider it a ho- holiday. Yeah, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. But uh not this weekend, but the following weekend, yeah, we've that's our first big invitational. But until you get a couple of these under your belt and you know what kids can do and where they're at and you know what I mean, it's just it's all chaos. And then of course, if you've ever coached anything, even even if it's, you know, a rec league or a intramural league or whatnot, you got pictures and fundraisers and you know, handing out uniforms and just all that, you know, today was a circus trying to get all of our equipment because Next week, I think, is going to be a decent week weather-wise for it's all spring sports. 70s, yeah. You know, everybody, baseball coaches are looking forward to it. Uh, girls soccer coaches are looking forward to it. Golf coaches are looking forward to it. So, you know, getting all of our equipment outside and getting ready for for next week. So we have some 
relatively decent weather. So your sinuses might calm down a little bit because it's only going to, it's going to go between, looks like it's going to go between the 70s and 60s. And, right. Yeah. So, and doing this on a Thursday, it's actually kind of relevant because by the time, hopefully everybody listens to this, it'll be at the beginning of the week or. Amen. Yeah. Uh, so I have a question for you. Yeah. Who was the first Capitals goalie to register a win at Montreal against the Canadians? Olaf Kolzug. That's super close, Mike. You're, you're, you're almost a hockey legend. No, it was Al Jensen. Hmm. November 5th, 1983. I've never heard of Al Jensen. Yeah, I know. Heard it, of Al Jolson. So here's the thing. So I'm anticipating an are you listening or are you paying attention Dave question coming up at some point. So while you were up taking a piss, they had that random, you know, uh, trivia question yeah. in the Capitals game that we're watching. So I thought I'd write it down because Mike's not going to know this. Right. Well, you yeah. should have saved that for the music. That's true. Because so, now that's just random. I, I've never even heard Al Jensen. No, I'm sure you haven't. So I want to, I'll have to look to see how old the Capitals are because that, the first capital goalie to get a win in Montreal was 83. That's apparently what I yeah. have to look at the existence of the capital franchise. Yeah. So this fucking, uh, you liking this French, French toast? Uh, I don't, I'm, it's actually, I think it, this could lead to like, you're not going to piss your pants. No, I'm not going like to piss that. my pants, but I think, I think Dahmer might've drank this. <laughs> you think who? Dahmer may have drank this. <laughs> Why? Because this is like fucking wicked shit. I mean, it's just like settling in there. It's like, yeah, okay, there's your fucking syrup, but here's your fucking bourbon 11% fucker. <laughs> right. And then, you know, and it's like, how about fry somebody's brains up and eat them? And then as you keep drinking more of this, he was probably drinking this all over the place. Oh this my is fucking... God. This is fucking wicked shit, bro. Only Mike makes the connection between a French toast. So now, before we go any further, what? Yeah. Have you ever heard any, anything about anybody stealing a school bus, Dave? Oh, <laughs> actually, now that you mention it, Mike. Thank you. There was an article. WNEM, NEM, TV News Five had an article. Now it's not from the Saginaw area, however. In York County, Pennsylvania, a naked man steals a school bus with dead deer in the back and leads officers on a chase. <laughs> and you're asking, Dave, how does how does something like that happen? Right. And Mike, my only ask is, yeah, how do they all line up together? All right. All right. I get stealing the school bus. You do. Hey, well, yeah, shit. If you got to get from point A to point B and the school bus is the only thing you got, you steal it. Well, I, get it. I get that. Yeah, well, apparently he crashed a BMW just prior to that. And so the first thing he saw that he could steal was a school bus. All right, fair enough. I yeah. get that. Yeah. Number two, well, how's it, how does a dead deer wind up in the back of said school bus? Yeah. Because the, I'm sure the bus driver that before it was stolen didn't hit it and say, well, better take this back to hubby or wifey so they can skin it and yeah. we can get some quality venison. Yeah. And then the third question is, what, I mean, I get stealing a vehicle. I get hitting the deer and taking it. Yeah. 
Why would it, why would you be naked when that happened? I don't. There's just so many things. I think the most baffling thing is the guy was naked. Like, all right, you 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 have one vehicle, you hit a deer, you say, oh fuck, I'm going to throw this in the back of the school bus, and I'm going to steal this beer, this vehicle. I get that. Yeah. Why are you naked during this time? That's that's we're, we are we're going to look it up. We're going to fact check this after the fact and see if there's a follow up. I'm sure there's some drugs involved. Well, you would think, uh, you know, because you crash a car, you're naked, you steal a bus, find, and I'm I'm assuming it's roadkill, or you hit the deer with your BMW while you're on something. He said he picked up the deer. That this was this was on the report. He picked up the deer because he was going to take it home and use it for fertilizer in his garden. Right. Is that uh, now dead deer typically good fertilizer for your garden? I don't know. I'm not a gardener. Yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, it, you know, any decomposing, you know, animal, right. if it decomposes enough at some point will possibly make some good fertilizer for your garden. I don't All know. Right, so I don't know. I'm talking out of it. In, in Dave's mind, what's the weirdest part of the story? My and Mike's mind is like, why are you naked? Right. Everything else I get. Everything else I'm like, hey, just a bad day. You got caught in the wrong circumstance. I get it. Sure. Why are you naked? I mean, like, okay, you're in the BMW. Okay, fucking cool car. Yeah. Fucking hit the deer. That's all. That all makes sense. I mean, fuck. I mean, right. most most police right. departments are gonna say, hey, you know what? Sure. We get it. He sees. Go on, the- go on about your way. He sees the deer. He's like, hey, this is nature, circle of life. So my, I, I got so a I garden have, at home. I got to feed yeah. my fam. Everything makes sense. So I'm sense. gonna get naked. Nature, right? I'm gonna get. So yeah, see, that's nature. where I no? just, I, I, that's where he loses me. He's like, why do you got to be naked? I think if he's not naked, this isn't even a news story. But here's the thing: we just bashed people in the news, in the media, for doing the Tiger Woods thing and trying to sell a story because right. it's a name. I'm all for somebody that says, oh, this is a story. <laughs> I'm putting this in there because this is this is amazing. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's an amazing story. I'm not arguing the person people, that put this story in there. I'm I'm questioning my man sure. who's fucking charged with this. Like, hey, you did everything according to Hoyle. Really? Except you got naked. You don't get naked. Nobody cares. You drive a naked school bus with a dead deer. Somebody's drawing a line somewhere. It's like, hey, so, like if you had your clothes on, no big deal because it's so, a school bus. You know, it, it probably was a Saturday. We weren't using the school bus anyway. Let's just fertilize your lawn. We'll give you a, you know, we'll give you a yeah. citation, whatever. Yeah. But once he gets naked, it's like all bets are off. It's like, well, fuck, man, the guy was naked. I don't know. But. Hey, and then, on a Saturday, where are most school buses? They're parked. I don't know. That, in the in the bus garage it, well, around a big again, fence. I get it, but I still say his biggest fucking mistake is he was naked. You leave your clothes on, buddy. So, is it possible? So he hits this deer. Okay, the car's total, and imagine him standing. He's in front of the car. He's looking at the deer. He's got one arm crossed in front of his chest. He's got his you know he's got his index finger on his chin. He's like hmm. All right, well, my day's shit anyway. How can I make this a lot more fun? Well, damn, I'm going to get naked. Oh, and there's a school bus over there. This is getting better and better. So he takes off his clothes, picks up the deer, throws it in the back of the school bus, jumps in, and clearly it had the keys in it, or he knows how to hotwire a school bus. 
Right. Right. right? And he's driving down the road in a school bus. Apparently, according to the officers, with the uh, with yeah, because yeah, the light. that's the part we didn't lead in. It led into a high speed chase. But <laughs> now, wait a minute. There's governors on these buses. I mean, I've, right. I've well, been on a few of them, especially on these. But the story that you showed me, he almost flipped it. You know, but <laughs> right. So he almost flips the bus on a quote high speed chase with the police officers in a school bus while he's naked. So I'm thinking he's like, hey. This is my 15 minutes of fame. Or what it could have been is he hit the deer in the BMW and he was like a big Dr. Hook fan. He was like nectrophiliacs looking for dead ones. <laughs> the greatest. <laughs> and he, oh, you know, no. he gets naked no. and it's like, oh shit. Now here come the cops. And I got to get this. Oh. I got to get out of here. He throws, a, <laughs> he throws his date into the bus. So. Yeah, there's, we we're gonna have to I follow think, up on this story you know, because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of angles, a lot of loose ends. You know what? Here's the thing, Mike. As 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 ridiculous as I want to think that is, actually, that may be the that <laughs> that's almost Occam's razor right there. I mean, that's almost a dead point point point. Yeah, that lines up, and that's why this is a professional podcast with professional opinions. And you just got to roll with him because that might have that might have been what he was doing. You know, he's like he got and he had you know he's embarrassed. How do you tell your friends I hit a deer and I was fucking it? So you know, <laughs> it's much more cool. It's much cooler to say, hey, you know, threw it in the back of a school bus I stole and it was high speed chain. They'll be like, "Whoa, really, you dude? High five. If he just yeah, it's fucking deer. Yeah, I'm not gonna like hi- what? Yeah, I'm not gonna high five him. I might. I might just tap him on the shoulder or something like that. I don't know. Oh, we're going to segue right into that, Dave. And I hope you don't get this on the read, because I think I can fucking nail this fucker. All right. All right. So Liz wasn't home yet, so I told Nick, I said, pick a number one between one and 100. He says number 71. All right. And I look back, and I mean, there's like, we got about... 12, 15 numbers now, uh, 4, 21, 28, 51, 13, 16, 24, 34, 53, 67, 18, and 23. So, and then 74 and 68 were songs that nobody knew. So 71 was a valid play. Okay. So I'm going to read it to you. All right. I'm ready. If you can't get it on the reading, okay. which I hope you can't, because I think I can nail this fucker. All right. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let me take one swallow of the old uh, French toast, bastard. Mm. As I'm reading this, fill me up. Not, don't fill me up because I'll kill me. But put a little more in my glass right. either way. Ready? Yep. Tell me now, it's untrue. What did her daddy do? He jacked a little bitty baby. The man he's got to be insane. Janie's got a gun. Boom! Got high five. Fuck, man. You didn't even need the four fucking, and I didn't even get to sing my song. I was gonna say it on like the third word. All right, that was no, that's number seventy one on the top one hundred classic rock songs of the nineteen eighties. And like I said, so what do we done? Janie's got a gun. We've done. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, 
So Dave was 0 for 12, and on number 13, he got Lucky Gaines 13. Got, tell me now, it's untrue. What did her daddy do? He jacked a little bitty baby. The man, he's got to be insane. They say the spell that he was under, the lightning and the thunder, know that someone had to stop the rain. Oh, nice. nice job. Well played, Dave. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Yeah, that, that was very unusual for me. That came right now. All right. Yeah. Unlike your sex life. Yes. No, Amen. actually, it would be like your sex life, according to what you've been yes. saying. Yes. <laughs> all right, so what do we got? I think that's... Uh, yeah. uh, that's all I've got. Yeah, I think Let's that's a wrap, this. right? Let's rate this. You're first. Whew. Let me, this is a tough rate, because this is... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to rate this as a bourbon barrel. So I'm not obviously going to compare it to the Blake's Grand Cherry. Right. So everybody knows if you've been paying attention where I'm going with this. Uh, I'm going 4.3. Wow. I love this stuff. I went 3.4. So we just inverse the numbers there. Simply because I think I think it's very harsh. It's got the French toast taste, but I mean I think it's literally like the old karate move with the palm, the bottom of my palm right into the bottom of your nose to drive the fucking septum right into septum, your brain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that's, you're not it, a bourbon guy. No, and, yeah. and it's like, and that's the well. Bourbon this is actually is, a, this is actually a Scotch ale wee heavy, so it's. It's not technically a bourbon, but well, it's yeah. definitely we heavy on something because it's it's bro it's 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 drinkable because of the French toast sure on the start, but the finish right see I'm makes not you wanted to stab a screwdriver into your eye socket. <laughs> see, I'm not getting any of that. No, none no. of it. Zero. I'm just getting. I'm getting a just a smooth. Uh, you know, uh, scotch slash we heavy. I mean, that's on the finish, but I'm just getting, all I'm getting is a lot of French toast. And so that's why I'm saying I'm just, I love this stuff. Right. And uh, 3.4 is a solid rate. It's not that I disliked it, but I just, I can't go, yeah, I can't go over the top with it because it's just like, it's like almost getting curb stomped. Yeah. and, And like if, when we did the tasting at the Maple Grill, for the competition, uh, just to remind everybody, we were professional tasters that yeah. day. This would have been the best we heavy that we had. Oh, I yeah. think. Yeah. Cause that we heavy was, I think that was the one that well, it's, uh, a, it's a, the French toast that saves it for sure. For you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and it's, it's the French toast that actually takes it into the stratosphere into the 4.3 for me. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, being a founders founders brewery yeah. location only, have, right. are there? Here's the deal with this. I it's funny you mentioned that because I know Mike hasn't looked at any of the Untapped or anything like that. I just bringing up the Untapped. I was looking at it, and you know what the rating is? Zero. You know why? Because only two people have 
two, dose. So I hope to be the third. Those two people put it at 4.25 and 4.0. So I, I think untapped, it has to have, you know, yeah. we, we talk about sample yeah. size and stuff like that. So they're not going to put a rating on it just for two people that have put it in. So this is the 2023, and I don't even know how long ago uh, that they just started putting this into the taps at Founders. It could have been two weeks ago. I don't know. I didn't ask. But uh, those two people had a, so it, that's an average of what? Uh, 20, half of 25 4.25, 4.125. 4.125, yeah, something like that. But um, so, it, you know. It's in that range. So those people that are drinking this stuff that enjoy, you know, a Scotch ale slash we heavy. Um, and for those of you that are not into that kind of a thing and, you know, like a, like a whiskey. Right. Bourbon barrel kind of a thing. I think bourbon barrel is almost becoming like when you say Band-Aid or Kleenex, right? Because Band-Aid is a brand name. Right. And so is Kleenex. It's a brand name, but everybody just says that because it's easier to say than facial tissue or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> you said facial. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, yeah, let's get on our tapped and become the third and fourth raiders of French toast. Bastard. Bastard. But as I look down the bottom of my glass... I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.